like to do for you a song that we wrote about things that happened today that are very strange. We call it coincidence.
shotgun Cause he was in the mood for a little confrontation Just let it all hang loose Didn't think about the news Couldn't take no more abuse So he shot down the got to ride to clean up the streets for our wives and our daughters. We need you folks to help us out money-wise. It's important. I just saw the uh, the toilet paper and the paper towels, and I know that we got a lot of them, and I know that costs a lot of money. So help us out. We we know some of you got it, and uh, we know a lot of people need it. We're one of those people that needs it. So uh, please, pretty please. Help us
Jones was so very fond of small gherkins, while she served the tea, she ate 43, which pickled her internal workings. <laughs> Go on the left with the pitchforks. Igor, Igor. What a swimmer is Dracula's daughter. But her pool looks more red than the daughter. The blood stains the boat. But it's easy to float, cause blood is much thicker than water. in Transylvania. <laughs> For dessert, there was batwing confetti and the veins of a mummy named Betty. I first frowned upon it, but with ketchup on it, it tasted very much like spaghetti. <laughs> Several high-ranking members of the Democratic Party are attempting to seize control of the government of the United States by legitimate means. They plan to use a free press, open discussion of the issues, and the universal franchise in an all-out effort to win the presidency. Good morning, Mr. Hunt. Several high-ranking members of the Democratic Party are attempting to seize control of the government of the United States by legitimate means. They plan to use a free press, open discussion of the issues, and the universal franchise in an all-out effort to win the presidency. Should they succeed, all our efforts to repeal the Bill of Rights, pack the Supreme Court with right-wing morons, intimidate the media, suppress dissent, halt social progress, promote big business, and crush the Congress will be destroyed. Your mission, E, should you choose to accept it, is to stop these men once and for all by ensuring that the weakest of them, Senator George McGovern, wins the nomination and then sabotaging his campaign by any possible means. You will have at your disposal electronic bugging equipment, burglary tools, wigs, voice alteration devices, a camera disguised as a tobacco pouch, forged documents, a safe house, 500 loyal but clumsy Cubans, and $2 million in $100 bills. As always, if any member of your CIA force is caught or killed, the President will disavow any knowledge of your activities. This administration will self-destruct in 16 months. Good luck, Howie.
Presently the sun sank lower and the little white moths fluttered out and the boy came and carried him home. just as much. He loved him so hard that he loved all his whiskers off, and the pink lining to his ears turned gray. He even began to lose his shape, and he scarcely looked like a rabbit anymore, except a little boy. To him, he was always beautiful, and that was all that And then, one day, he was ill. His face grew very flushed, he fought in his sleep, and his little body was so hot that it burned the little rabbit when he held him close. Strange people came and went in the nursery, and a light burned all night. Through it all, the little velveteen rabbit sat guard, never stopped. It was a long, weary time, for the boy was too ill to play, but he knew that the boy needed him. And while the boy lay half asleep, the
inspection just sending one dollar ninety-eight get rid of that running nose and that nagging cough that sneeze and chew that wheeze and other injuries take the wonder drug that cures all your wheels take jeremiah peabody's polyunsaturated quick dissolving fast acting pleasant tasting green and Listener, you are listening to Mutiny Radio.fm and .sf, and we are streaming live. I also, we have a podcast happening uh, all the way. We have a Zoom call interview all the way from England. That's it's so crazy. In the age of Zoom, we all uh, get to know each other and meet each other here on the interwebs. I am joined by John Cheatham. Hi, John. Let me give you noise. Ha, ha, ha. There we go. There we go. Hi, John. Hi, Pam. Hi. Can oh, I, you can, hear me? I can hear you fantastically. That is Perfect. great. Perfect. So you're um, an author. You have a new book coming out. You survived a mob hit. Get, you, I mean, we need a little. Give us some crazy background on on John Cheatham and the amazing book that's coming out and what's been going to be happening with your. Uh, TV miniseries that is unnamed. It sounds like some really exciting stuff happening in uh, in your life during COVID times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, 15 years ago, working for a real estate company in, in England, I, I was asked to assist an American bloodstock dealer from Kentucky to buy an old abandoned racetrack in Bulgaria before Bulgaria joined the European Union. So um, I went out there and got the deal agreed. Uh, I then went back to complete the paperwork uh, and uh, the Russian-Bulgarian mob shot me, threw me over a bridge. What? Over a racetrack? Yeah. And But it wasn't even... They were going to get their money, or they didn't want... It was all a ruse. They, they didn't want the Americans to buy it. They, the Bulgarian mob wanted it. And so the Bulgarian mob shot you. Where were you shot? Through, through my leg. Through your leg? 
straight through my right, right leg. And but it didn't hit a femoral artery. I mean, obviously you're live. You're talking to us, which is uh, yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I spent four and a half years on crutches, though, learning to walk. Wow. So it like hit the bone, or did it just ruin all of the it, it, muscle, it, it, or? It, it, it completely shattered the bone. Oh my god. So did you start writing? Did you write before this incident, or? Was it this incident that sparked? It was that, that, that incident and having time on my hands um, that kind of brought me to writing. Uh, I'd, I'd been interested when I was at school and stuff, but life takes over, sort of work and whatever's going on in your life takes over. Yeah. So um, I didn't have a great deal of time. I was always working, always busy. And then when that happens, you suddenly find you're at home for four years. <laughs> so COVID's easy for you. You're like, B, I've been at home for four years. What are you talking about? This, uh, oh no, you have to <laughs> yeah. be in your house for four months. Poor baby. It's like four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, this lockdown is just a warm up. <laughs> so, uh, is your book non-fiction, or did you write a fiction book based off the... No, it's the... not no, non-fiction. Non -fiction. Um, it's going to be the, the gritty truth about everything that happened out there. Are you not afraid that they're going to come after you again? I mean, no, it's the Bulgarian mob. They're not going to come after no, you? I, I, I survived them once. There's no chance. I'm a tough threat. Yeah, I mean, four and a half years, shattered leg. But you can walk again. Yeah, yeah I can oh, walk, walk almost normal. Wow. Uh, but you still have a real job, so this is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. still back, back in real estate, doing what I've always done. And just... So did you get an agent and a manager, or how are you... How did you... How are you putting out this novel? Do you have a publishing company no, you're going I, through, I, or...? I, I, um, I, yeah, there, there is a TV producer meeting me next week <gasps> in London to take care of all that. Wow. That's really, really exciting. Did you, now did this all come about because of COVID? Once you were on lockdown, you had the ability to kind of sell your wares or talk to people about what happened, or was it, has this been in the works? For many many years uh, uh, you know yeah a little bit just before lockdown i was at a um, sportsman's dinner you know sportsmen that have retired they did sort of like charity events sure. I, I was at one of one of those with uh an ex-boxer uh, a lightweight boxer and in walked uh, a lady from from my local area who was the first female world champion boxer. Wow. And uh, they're, they're doing a film in Hollywood about, about her. And she, she knows me from old. She grabbed hold of me and said, what's all this story about Bulgaria and you? She said, I've heard a little bit. What's going on? I told her briefly, she said, right, I've got an agent in London that wants to talk to you. 
to ring you on Monday, and then lockdown came, yeah. uh, and we've not we've not been able to meet. We've we've been sending the old email and the old conversation, but he, he emailed me all last week and said, "Look, lockdown's been lifted now. How are you for the end of July? Coming to London to meet me to get this done?" Fantastic. Hey, that's, I mean, well, it's terrible that COVID happened and everything got shut down, but that you still have the connection and, and that, because this is a really exciting project. Also that it involves, you're a Brit, you were brokering on behalf of an American in Bulgaria. Like it's, it's just, it's like a, it's kind of a, a mind twist of what's going to happen and all the cool accents, like. What does a Bulgarian accent sound like? <laughs> it's gonna be... It sounds like, yeah, average Russian. Oh, all right. So Russians. So how did you get involved with the Americans to broker this racetrack deal? That just sounds so. I, uh, I, I, well, uh, this is the tale at the end of the oh. story. That'll be amazing. There's a large company in America not mentioning any names, but they're in Pittsburgh, uh -huh. and they begin with W. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh. Okay, so the, the American bloodstock dealer's wife worked high up for this company. Now, she was in England, in my local area, brokering a deal for, for something here. And her husband joined her while she was here for about five years. Well, all that time they were here, they, they leased a house from me. Ah. It's the real estate. It's just so funny because you wouldn't think something, when people think real estate, they think kind of mundane. You know, they don't think like world travelers and brokering these big deals and, and, and the mob and getting shot you usually think like oh you know it's real estate buying and selling things but yeah you, you think it's easy you think you're gonna have a, a little old lady coming around buying a little house and moving in and everything's good but now it's uh, it's some messy messy business out there wow and you got wrapped up in it so yeah we're did you know the mob was involved, or was it like all of a sudden it was thrust upon you that, oh, geez, I'm it was dealing with all, the mob. All of a sudden, I got separated from someone I was talking to, and I got shot and pushed over a bridge. <gasps> How? Okay, so now you have to tell me a little bit of the survival tale. So you're in the river, you're bleeding. No, no, it was a, a, a road bridge. It's like... Uh, I landed on tarmac. Oh my God. You're lucky you didn't get hit by a different car. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I landed on tarmac. I must have I must have passed out, but I must have come round very, very quickly because the the mob who shot me were running around the bridge to try and finish me off. Whoa. But I I could see all the blood and the bones and things <gasps> from my leg. And behind me was a cab light. So they were about 
15, 20 feet away was a, a cab wow. waiting for business. Oh. And he, he, must have, he must have seen what happened. And he reversed and picked me up and sped away. Oh, my God. That's insane. You got, you know what, even if you got pushed over the bridge onto a road below, you didn't crack your head open. Like, even the fall could have been even worse. But there's bones sticking out. You're bleeding all over the place. Did they did they clip a femoral artery, or was that why you didn't die? Because, like, it seems kind of an amazing yeah, shot. I, 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 amazingly, no arteries were clipped. Wow. But the bones, I, I landed on, on my right leg that I'd been shot through. Whoa. So the bone, the bones just compounded from my knee to my foot. Wow. Well, at least it wasn't the other leg because then it could have been one leg was shot and broken and shattered. And then if you would have fallen on the other leg, then you really would have had, you would have two broken legs. And then what of do you course, do? I, 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 I would have died if that happened. Oh, that's so incredible that you're alive. And the cab driver just happened to be there and he reverses and what, he like, you're still lucid? You're still awake at this point? He reverses at speed. He throws open the back door, drags me into the back of the cab and sped off. Wow. And just straight to the hospital. Hey, but wait, wait. this is in Bulgaria. No, he, he, took, me to, he took me to my hotel. Oh. Where are you staying? Where are you staying? And he, we screeched at the hotel. And he opened the door and threw me out in front of the hotel. Whoa. Because he didn't want to be connected with it. Oh, my God. Well, absolutely. He wouldn't want to be connected with it, that either he did it or that he knew who did it or anything, because then they could find him. That's it. That's it. And so you're in front of your hotel bleeding, and you just, are you screaming, like, help me, help me, or were you just in so much shock that you? I was in shock, so I was very, very calm. Um, But, um, the people from the hotel came out, got me an ambulance. But next day at the hospital, um, the the police came and beat me up. What? The the police police were employed by the mafia, <sighs> oh. so they they came and beat me up and made me sign some papers to say nothing happened. We haven't seen anything. You're just going to go home and forget all this. Right, that you were just randomly shot on the street in Bulgaria. Don't say anything. Don't tell your government. This definitely wasn't mafia action. There's no no mafia in Bulgaria. (laughs) Sign the DNR. I mean, did you incur a lot of – I mean, this is kind of a mundane question, but did you incur a lot of uh, medical bills that you had to – Compensate for um, in the future? The, 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 I had travel insurance, and oh. the Bulgarians cor- corruptly milked all that. Of course they did, because you have the insurance so that they could just say, oh, yeah, this juice is $12, and that's why we – wow. Yeah, is everything yeah. a racket in Bulgaria? Is that what happens when you're in, uh, like, an uh, iron it's, it, it's, still, it's still a racket. The, the police officers – to date, I mean, we're talking 2020, I paid $30 a week. What? Doesn't give you a lot of incentive so they, to keep people they safe. Earn their money, they earn their money from being corrupt. Of course. Right. Oh, my God. What a terrible system. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. And that was only, I mean, and this, this happened 15 years ago. So we're talking 2005. This isn't like some yeah. 1988, like, story from long ago. This is recent, really recent stuff. Wow. Yeah. So you don't no, have any fear. No, um... You don't have any fear that of, that they're going to come after you now. You, you beat them once. There's no way. Because if this this is going to get big, there's going to be. A, I mean, are you going to use change the names to protect the innocent, or are you going to go with like oh, John Cheatham? I, I, the, the, the two Americans, of course, I have to. Now, apparently, I'm not sure if it's true or what, but the the Bulgarian mob continually shoot each other. And the Bulgarian person, the mob who shot me, apparently got shot down driving his car in the middle of Sofia about 12 months after he shot me. Uh, well, karma is real, I guess, especially if you're in the mafia. <laughs> like, how about don't shoot people? Um, yeah. This happened. You were thirty. You were thirty-nine when this happened. How much? Yeah. How much of your life? Do you did your life completely change after this? Did it change dramatically, or like is completely, this completely, completely, completely? I, I lost my house. Oh. My house was repossessed. I I I managed to keep on to my job, although I lost most of my income because I I couldn't do much. I right. couldn't go out on appointments. I couldn't take listings. I couldn't do any of that. I couldn't drive. Right. Um, so I, I went into a small rented apartment right by the office. Um, people who've been my friends, I never saw them again. Oh. Uh, life just completely changed overnight. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, just not being able to walk and not being mobile. And then I'm sure you were on a ton of pain medication. So that doesn't make it easy to work. It's, I mean, it's impossible to like, if you have a huge injury like that, to work and heal at the same time. It just, it just, it just is impossible. There's just not enough time yeah. in the day. <laughs> the, 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 the real issue why I was on crutches so long was the Bulgarians operated on me before they sent me home, but they, they made a mess. Oh, wow. So um, it, it was so bad that the British surgeons didn't know what to do. Wow. And four of the major orthopedic hospitals in England said, my leg, leg was going to get amputated. Yeah, I was just going to ask that. And like... I, I was... Yeah, I was going to be in a wheelchair, but um, a charity heard my story in Malawi, in Africa. Wow. And a charity came from Africa and operated on me again. And thankfully, they put it right. Wow. Because they were going to amputate your leg. I mean, that makes sense. If they yeah. shattered the bone in the thigh, that's pretty high up there. And it's like... A big bone that has to support your body. And then if they put it back together wrong and it healed wrong, what do you do? They, they, they put a pen in my leg that was made of two different metals. 
Or they must have run out of one kind, and it's like a. Did they? Are you sure they didn't use duct tape to, instead of stitches to to stitch well, you up? They, 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 they hadn't got any medication. They operated on me in a basement of Varna Hospital with a hammer, chisel, and no painkillers. Wow. Whoa. So what was worse, being shot or being operated on after being shot? Being operated on after being shot. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, Bulgaria, what are you doing? This sounds like an expose on the country. <laughs> are you sure Bulgaria is not going to come after you? Uh, I don't mean to be. I don't... <laughs> uh, uh, they, they give you the best shot. The last, I'm still here. Yeah, they so did. it's 1-0 one nil, one nil England. But did they, are you going to sue, I mean, can you, there's no one to sue in this situation, is there? Like, no, your life no. was, your life was dramatically altered and just yeah. detrimentally and you had to change. I mean, and it's amazing what incredible struggle that you've gone through and that now you've written about it and that it's going to be a big thing. I mean, finally, some compensation for your pain, because I mean, that's got to be the hardest thing to deal with. It's just the emotional, like this happened to me and not not having the someone recognize it and say hey i'm sorry that happened to you we can help you i mean it's nice that the that they helped and did the operation from malawi but i'm surprised you don't have a huge chip on your shoulder and a lot of anger and resentment and just anger issues toward being victimized i i, I, I I'm, I'm never angry at anybody you know wow. life goes on i'm here you just got to keep smiling and keep going. That is, like, incredibly inspiring because, I mean, if if your situation, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes, I would be like, so woe is me. I, I don't even know, just four, year, four and a half years of not being able to walk and just, like, all of that painful um, rehabilitation. I, I mean... You're incredibly strong, and I'm so excited that, that this is coming out. Well, what else can you tell us about it? Again, you're John Cheatham out of England. Do you have any other – is there any way that people can become fans of yours or hear about what's going on in the process? Or I, I, I'm, I'm on the usual Instagram, Facebook, all, all the kind of things that I'm, I'm on all those. Um, so, yeah, I mean um, – Hook up on Instagram or Facebook with me or something. Yeah, I'd be happy to chat with everybody about it. Well, your your book is called Thirty Six Pins. Is that the name of the book? Yeah. 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 And so that, that's what I that's what I have in my leg apparently now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're like a you're like a human voodoo doll. You've got thirty six pins <laughs> holding you together. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 Steve Austin was bionic. I'm, I think I'm Lee Majors. Yeah, the bionic man with 36 pins. Um, and then you also said that you write music. Is the, yeah. Did you, did you do uh, that before? I, I got, yeah, no, I, I just started since lockdown. I, I, I used to play around with words and things, but um, I, I believe you've got a friend, Rob, Adams yes, 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 yes. Daily. Yeah, well, uh, I put one of my poems on Facebook, 
and he immediately hooked onto it. Oh, fantastic. He said, can I put the can I put this in a song? He said, I, I love love the lyrics. I, I want this in a song. So he's done that for me. And now he wants more and more from me, which is great. That's fantastic. Well, it's great that you're being were you art were you artistic before the act accident is the wrong word before the attempted murder were you um were you creative like that or was that did that come after i think that came after wow um, i think that came after yeah um sort of four and a half years i'm not doing much i've got post-traumatic stress yeah. from from all this and apparently part of my brain closes off to pain. So I don't know if I'm in pain from anything. Wow. Which is quite odd. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I started um, writing then. Uh, but with this lockdown, it's all come to fruition. Sure. Yeah, because you've had all the time. Hey, if you don't feel any pain, you should maybe get into some tattoos. You could, uh, <laughs> you could just get them all over your body, and uh, it wouldn't no, hurt no, at all. No, It'd no. be amazing. Then, then you could really like be in the mafia, right? <laughs> like, get some yeah. some big some big tats all over. It'd be fun. Uh, hey, do you have anything else to share with our listening audience? This has been amazing. I'm so glad to have had this conversation with you, John Cheetah. I'm, I'm, the play, I'm pleased that you gave me the invite. I hope that. When, when this is all done, that we can perhaps meet up. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to travel to the US by the end of the year, but I'm uncertain of what's going on in America. You, yeah. You, things, are, things are not quite right there yet. No, not even close. And no one knows what's happening with opening up, with closing down California, where I am in San Francisco. They sort of opened us up a little bit, but then they just took it back and said, okay, everything's closed again. And we're like, I don't, what's going on? What's happening? And so and yeah. there, now there's new commercials on the TV with like people with masks on it. And that's the thing that's freaking me out the most is that popular culture is starting to adopt the normalization of wearing masks. And that's just... Yeah. I mean, we can adapt to anything. We're humans, obviously. You were shot in the leg when you were 39, and you not only survived, but now you're thriving. You're sur thriving, and you can adapt to anything. I mean, I'm sure that if somebody asked me, could I be in a house doing recovery for four years, I'd be like, no, no way. But here you are on the other side, and uh, and now with new exciting opportunities coming your way. So, Yay! Yay for your suffering. No, I'm sorry. I'm making a joke. <laughs> the Buddhists would love you, right? All the suffering you've gone through, it makes you enlightened. It's perfect. Uh, so tell us, you, again, you're John Cheatham on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks. Can people find your book, 36 Pins, anywhere, or they just have to wait for the... Uh, uh, not, not, not yet. Very, very shortly. Um, I've already had a call from the Mob Museum in Vegas. <gasps> Cool. They, they've heard, heard the story of part of it and they want the book when it's out. Yeah, that's amazing because I'm sure they have a, a gift shop. Exit through the gift shop and buy this awesome non-fiction book. 
It isn't even fictionalized memoir. It's nonfiction. You're just telling the story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, as soon as it's uh, out and ready, um, we've got this TV series named. I'm going to hook up everything with you, and then if you could pop that out again on the radio, that'd be fantastic. Absolutely, and, anything uh, we can do to support. Maybe, maybe this year I can get out to. I'm hoping to meet up with Rob. Uh, out in daily, so yeah. uh, I, I can drop by San Francisco and uh, say hello. Absolutely. It would be uh, an honor and a privilege to meet you. I'm so happy you're alive. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, John Cheatham. Everybody look him up. Thanks so much for calling in to MutinyRadio.fm all the way from England here to San Francisco. And have a wonderful day. I'll send you this um, – You'll have a copy of this podcast to do whatever you like with, and we'll be playing it on Mutiny Radio over and over so people can hear your fantastic story. That's great. Thanks, Yeah, Pam. have you a great day. Care. Oh, Yep, 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 it's, um, it's Bug House Square. It's, uh, it's not Tuesday or 6 o'clock. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug Out well, Square. What is a vigilante man? Um, Tell me it's, what uh, we're doing something different, and it's man. it's uh, let me let, let me get in, let me lean into this a bit. Um, I'm at home right now because uh, everybody's supposed to be at home. So I've uh, I used to be down in the basement, but now I'm upstairs. <laughs> So yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in kind of a little, you know, workspace. So here we are. Um, it is what it is, and uh, so hopefully, um, maybe if you're listening to this, everything is is great, you know, because these sit around a while. But uh, in real time here, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty. We've got a uh, pandemic on our hands, and we're trying to lay low. So we're laying low. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little stiff right now because I, 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 I crave those vibes that the uh, 21st of Florida can give you. And now my like, little hobble can't yell and stuff because there's neighbors. And, got a shit ton of good music so that's good so uh 
tonight is going to be uh, kind of trying to get some happy songs and some uh, things that might uh, kind of grate on me. So, oh, and we got some uh, contributors too. And, and, and I'm, I, this is, you know, this could be the first of many that's in here. So it's going to take me a little while to loosen up. But um, like I said, hopefully technically everything's going to work here. So. Uh, um, thanks for doing, doing what you got to do to do, and uh, and we're in the middle of Lent too. <laughs> so it's, uh, could use a beer right now, but uh, no, I'm being good. Um, so welcome. Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. 